At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Ephraim, I want you to be honest. Are you wearing Rambler's clothing during the show? If today? they would have sent some to me, I would have it on right now. I see <laughs> okay. you, big fella. Go to oh, go to work, big. Oh, that's a foul. That's a foul. <laughs> that's a foul. Man, you're way ahead of me. Ephraim's oh. over in the LA studios. I'm over here in Nashville. Yeah, everything's slower the, in Nashville. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here's the big fella, and he just got fouled on my end. <laughs> Yeah, so you're a little ahead of me there. <laughs> How you fine. doing, man? I'm doing fine. How are you doing, Ephraim? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. That's good, man. I'm glad to hear that. Now, I'm in a predicament here okay. because I would love I would love to just crush Loyola Chicago because... You can't do it, though. They had this huge lead. They were up by double digits, and all of a sudden they figured out the game was on the line and they're turning the ball over left and right. right. But it's only right. a five-point lead by Michigan, you know? That's all it is right now. So it's not a done deal quite yet. Seven now. And there we go. Wagner. Wagner make basket. I make basket. I make give, basket. I give ball, man. eat basket. <laughs> we make comeback. We thrrive. <laughs> we capitalize off turnovers. Get on shoulders. I get it. <laughs> 
But, man, for a team that moves the ball as well as the Ramblers do, they picked a bad time to turn the ball over left and right. And it, some of these shots, man, some of the shots on both sides, not just the Ramblers, but the three-point shooting. There's nothing worse. You know how someone will shoot a three oh my God. and then just Mo hold it, oh, hold Wagner. it up there like, oh, that's good, and nothing. It doesn't draw Wagner. anything. Wagner. Wagner make basket. Wagner. I play 21, for freedom. 21-15. Yeah. <laughs> Make I, it 24 I and play 15. for family's freedom. I How must, about that guy, though, man? You. He's getting it done. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, a great he's game. NBA ready. Yeah. He is NBA ready. In the league yeah. where there are no centers, he is NBA ready. The big, strong <laughs> young man. It's crazy how much the game has changed uh-huh. where. Yeah. Big man shoots a three, you're like, he's ready. Yeah, exactly. Big man does like a sky hook, you're like, he's got to expand like, his game. That's not going to work. What is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> right. oh my God, he just, guy just did different. a drop step. That's ridiculous. I mean, how about this, Ephraim? Because you know me. I haven't uh, exactly been like waving the Loyola Chicago pom-poms, if right. you will. They've had a good run. They've had a very good run. Um, but I, I haven't joined the party to say it's the best run of all time. You know what I mean? Right. To this point. But. With that being said, I think this is a disappointment for the championship game. It's a sexier matchup if Loyola Chicago is facing either Kansas or Villanova. I remember you got to watch that game. I remember I said that last week when you asked me that, remember? Well, we agreed, yeah. I said that uh, we thought that Duke, we thought that Duke-Loyola Chicago was the best possible that matchup. That would have been phenomenal. Yeah. But I'm so glad Duke's not in, in, in the whole process. Love that. Right. Love that. But you can't turn away from it, you know. If they're there, no, you because watch I really have a team them. that I'm rooting against. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like when you don't have a dog in the race, the race becomes who do I really, who do I don't want to win, no matter what. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would rather, much rather, have a team I hate in the championship game than a team I'm indifferent about. Much rather have that. That's the. I, that's why I don't get Papa Bear. Our guy, technical producer, Pop Bear Ryan Smith, he hates the Patriots. I'm surprised he doesn't have, like, anti-Patriot ink all over his body. Well, as I walk into the studio. (laughs) Maybe I do. He has a lower back (laughs) tattoo that says uh, (laughs) Patriots with two thumbs down, with a thumb down on on either side. It says, spy this gate. That's what it says right there. Whoa, this is a family show. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) But... But Papa Bear, the one mistake that he makes, he can hate the Patriots all he wants. That's fine. But the mistake that he makes, he wants them to lose in the divisional round. It's like, dude, it's going to be a much better scenario for you to root against them in the Super Bowl. Well, it doesn't you know? matter. I mean, I wouldn't even want them to win, go get to the Super Bowl. I'm with you on that, Papa Bear. Like, Thank I, you. I don't Thank want them you. to have a chance to, to win the Super Bowl. I want exactly. them to be gone. It's like it's like someone has some type of serious terminal illness. Do you want us to go further? No, you want to get it? Soon as possible and get it out of there. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that you should root for him. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying after the divisional round where they crush the Titans, you should at least be like, well, you know, the stakes get higher, so hopefully it'll hurt worse when they lose. Not like, oh, gosh, they're still around. It's, you still have someone that you hate. That's good. So basically you're saying you're pro-cancer. Thanks, um, no. Brian. Thanks. Wow. No. Good job. No. That's good. amazing. Wow. <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of putting words into my mouth right there. But no, no, I would not be pro that. I am just uh, pro having someone to root against because you hate them in sports. That's all I'm saying. That's it. I like that. Right? Like if, yeah. if one of my teams, like if the Lakers are playing, I'm all in. 
mm-hmm. right? It's my team. Boom, I'm locked in. Don't really have an NFL team, although I do like the Rams. Uh, I'll be a homer. Maybe one of these days I'll get to go to games. I'm usually working on Sundays. But I'll adopt the Rams. Um, but my only other team is, you know, San Diego State, and that's all sports. So I took my right. son to the uh, San Diego State Aztec baseball team playing uh, the Long Beach uh, State Dirtbags. Uh, <laughs> the Dirtbags on Tuesday. What's, what's the real name? And that's the that's they're the Dirtbags. Long Beach State really. Dirtbags. Yeah. Are you serious? You're making this up. No, that's no. a true story. Jared Weaver of the really? Angels wow. was a dirtbag. Yeah. It was a dirtbag. Oh, wow. That's a great nickname. And uh, I find, you know, I'm not a real big baseball guy, but when your team is playing, like, I was really into the game and watching the Aztecs and cheering, and that's because I'm an Aztec. You know what I mean? Not that I'm a baseball fan. I'm a, a fan of the university finest institution in the world in my opinion oh michigan's running away oh they're slam dunking on them now oh yes yeah sister jean sorry you see they just took her out they don't want her to be they, caught they, up in they the commotion they off man it's messed up papa bear hates sister jean by the way okay 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 song. slow down i don't hate her wow, papa bear. i just think it's weird that she's getting her own press conferences and also i can't name you one player on that team it's just sister jean well, it, they are the 11th seed, and is Loyola of Chicago. Well, <laughs> with Jean, or without Sister Jean, not you my love. Oh, my God. She's not wow. advancing to the <laughs> next round. And this is why he is behind the glass working the board. We, we, you know, Could you imagine the, having a whole three hours of that voice on the radio? <laughs> I got a sexy voice, baby. Play Misty for me. <laughs> We're going to have to investigate this throughout the show, Ephraim, because Papa Bear, I've never heard him this giddy during oh, a show. very giddy. He's very he's, giddy. And remember we were talking last week how I, he made I, the mistake to say that the yes, girl that I he think was it, seeing that I he think likes redheads? I yeah. think it's it's turned in his favor now. I, I think so. I think that he said something that appealed to her, maybe got a and little, it went his way this week. Snuggle in last night. Maybe she didn't make something. him sleep on the futon. Yeah. What's the reason for this giddiness, Papa Bear? I'm just happy to work on the no-show, okay? I'm just happy. I'm just happy <laughs> to be here. I think there's more to it than just that. I really do. I, I'm gonna, we're going to dig to the bottom of this, Ephraim. We'll get, to, <laughs> we'll get an answer here. It's Brian No, and from Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. The dream is dying for Loyola Chicago. It was a great run to get to the Final Four. But this caught my eye. The Sister Jean unlicensed gear. <laughs> you ready for this, Ephraim? Some of this was fantastic. They had some shirts, and they put Sister Jean on an Air Jordan logo. Oh, my God. I think that's hilarious. And this one, how about this? They had another T-shirt where they took the and one logo, and it said and none. I like that as well. <laughs> unlicensed Sister Jean gear. But I'll tell you what, man. She is going to disappear Did into you see the her night. Socks? Did you see her Ooh. socks? Yes. Yeah, no, I uh, didn't see her socks. Jean socks. Really? Like yeah. the high risers? Like her you face know? is on the socks. <laughs> Amazing. I, she's, one, she's one of the biggest stories of this tournament. T-shirts, socks, bobbleheads, the whole nine. All of it. All of it, man. And it's going down. Hey, but make it happen. I, you pre, know what? Michigan, pre-order today. Yep. 
Michigan, and to be fair, Ephraim, here's the thing. If I look critically at their path to what's going to be the championship game as it relates to the next game, it's not to say whatsoever that they shouldn't be there. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I'm just saying if you look at the teams that they've gone through, I don't like their chances against either Villanova or Kansas. I just don't like it. Really? Do you like their chances against either team? At at this point, without a doubt. I mean, the fact of the matter is you've gotten yourself – through everything you needed to get to through to get to the championship game and now you have an opportunity it's just one basketball game that's it i do like their chances I, I would like anyone's chances if loyola chicago had pulled this out i would like their chances because as we know anything can happen in one game that's why football is so intense because you when you get to the playoffs you, you win or go home that's why the ncaa tournament is so intense because in order to advance, you have to continue to win. So I couldn't put it past it. We wouldn't have upsets. It'd never be upsets if these well, teams yeah. wouldn't have a chance. You know what I mean? So what would Wagner and Wagner the, make baskets? I, I mean, they definitely have a chance. I'm not saying and they yes, don't have a chance. And I'm yes, saying Villanova I don't like their chances as much as the other guys. I, I get it. But, I mean, it's a coin toss for me. We'll see who comes out of this next uh, game coming up in a little bit here. But Wagner McBasket has a chance. Wagner, I, I mean, get he, rebound. He, he, it's amazing. <laughs> He's it's had amazing. a heck of a game, man. He really has. He's been fantastic for Michigan. And it's one of the things where you look at Loyola Chicago and they were the darlings of the tournament, but John Beeline has done a heck of a job for Michigan. They To get to the championship game from where they were, that's what boggles my mind is – you look at a lot of these teams during the seasons that they've had, and they have these rough, rough patches. Kansas had a really rough patch for their standards. Yeah. yeah they still win the Big 12. But there were a couple of games where on the road it's just like, man, is this team going to do anything come tournament time? And here you go. You're head-to-head with Villanova for a chance to be in the title game. Uh, you know what? And it, it's all about how well you're playing when you need to play well. Yeah. Teams, really we, we see it. It was so many number ones in the in the in the country. Remember, Purdue was the best team on the planet Earth for about four <laughs> weeks, uh-huh. right? And then you have so many teams like that. And I mean, I remember hearing guys saying, "I don't see how they can be beat. They have everything you need." And blah 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 and blah blah blah. Well, Loyola Chicago's in the Final Four. Michigan is in the Final Four, right? Michigan is getting ready to go to the championship game. So it's not about what you do. In you know November and December, and it, it just doesn't it doesn't matter. Once that once that you start going and once you start playing, it's it's over. Yeah, right. It's a, you get to the tournament, everybody has a shot, and you just got to be clicking. You got to be playing your best at the right moment, and that's what we're seeing from these four teams. Yeah, it's just it's that sport. They lost by twenty points. Michigan did yep. at Nebraska. How about that? earlier this He's year? You're like, oh god. Yeah, Man, it's it's time yeah. to move on. You know, all all yeah. kinds of stuff, and then all of a sudden it clicks for a team. Kerwick, this kid from Loyola Chicago, though, man, he's gonna be a beast. He's gonna be a beast. That kid is that kid is the real deal. If they send you free Rambler swag, are you gonna rock it out in spite of this it. loss? I will wear okay. it. I mean, you know. Okay. That's good. Cam and Kirkwood, is that a Kirk, 
Kurtwood center freshman, like he's going to be tremendous. Like his college career, the level of, of confidence I've seen from him since this tournament began, like it's all about believing in yourself and your abilities and what you can do. And he's going up against some of the big big time players and he's playing out of his mind. You know, so. and the future is bright oh, for Cameron Satterwhite yeah. as well. Man, very bright future. They got a nice. They got a nice team. Yeah, they got a nice team. So we'll see what they can do moving forward. Just yeah. like when VCU hit the hit, you know, hit the ground running, and it came, we were all looking like, oh, okay, this team's good. But for the next, you know, two three years, they were pretty good. They were pretty good. So we'll see if they can build off of this. Keep going. Yeah, we'll see, but some of these guys, they make the, it's a one hit wonder, you know? Sometimes. They're like it, a Smash you Mouth. Just, you're right. What's the song That's about fun. the sun with Smash Mouth? <laughs> What's that one song? Might as well be walking on the sun, something like that. Yeah. Can you name another Smash Mouth song? No. No, that's the Loyola Chicago. Oh, that's right. They did have All Star. What a terrible song. What a terrible band. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> All right, 877-99 on Fox. That is your phone number, 877-996-6369. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, don't just look at the upside of trading a star player. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian No and E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. I tried to tell you last week, Ephraim, pay attention to the path. Pay attention to the path, my friend. Pay attention to the path. Get out of here, Ramblers. Ramblers lose by twelve. When I came into the studio today and I was out there waiting, and they were up, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to get on this. I cannot wait to get on." (laughs) You're lucky where the game was scheduled, you know. I was like, because you could have had foot in mouth. Oh gosh, can you imagine if you were killing me when the Ramblers were up by ten and they lost by twelve? Killing you, man. That's all the show would be. Is like, hey, Gavin, can you replay Ephraim crushing me when the Ramblers were leading? By the way, on another note, I was just informed by my undercover agent, Gavin, our producer, mm-hmm. said that you brought in donuts today. I did. I brought in donuts for the guys. That's awesome, man. Ah, you know, I, it's a great work environment. I love these guys. As much <laughs> crap as I give uh, Papa Bear and his beard, he's a great dude. <laughs> He's got a little crumbs in it already. He does. What? To say. I got a sexy yeah. beard. Ugh. Blueberry flavored. What's your favorite flavor <laughs> of donut, Ephraim? Oh. Have you ever had a cronut? I don't think I have. Do you know what a cronut is? Do we have to dump I that? I don't know. It's when they take a <laughs> croissant uh-huh. and they turn it into a donut. Wow. That's it's pretty intense. It's delicious. <laughs> What do you think Sister Jean's favorite donut is? Probably oh, a raspberry-filled. No. I, I think uh, oh, I love raspberry-filled donuts. I think Those she's like fantastic. The old-fashioned. Okay, I can like, see that. Uh, Just French like, apple would that qualify as old? I don't know. Has that been around for ninety years? <laughs> I remember when I was a little. <laughs> Whatever kid. the first donut was, <laughs> that's what she likes. Probably what her favorite is. <laughs> Right, like it was like, oh hey, kid. we accidentally made a donut. We spilled right. some sugar that, on this bread. That would be her go. donut. That was her favorite. Yes, I remember as a very little little kid, we would go to a place called Donut Delight, Ephraim. Mm, that sounds. And scrumptious. I would get a French apple donut. They would hook it up. 
It was fantastic. French the apple sad thing donut. is, you never had a French apple donut. I don't believe I've ever had. I've had an apple uh, fritter, but I don't believe I've delicious. ever had a French apple donut. Who puts fruit I don't know if they're in a donut? But have you ever had an apple yeah. fritter? I don't like them that much. I don't know that I have. Just grumpy man. What is How wrong with grumpy? you? How am I grumpy? Last segment I was happy. Now I'm grumpy. How do you not about? like donuts? How do you not like an apple I like, fritter? I don't like apple fritters. <laughs> now I do like donuts with bacon on them. Oh that is God. nice. You sound wow. real unhealthy right now. Oh, since the guy eating a donut, hey man, you still unhealthy? That's a drop. The difference between you and I is my body's an athletic machine. Yours is well athletic. Your body. You almost tore an ACL walking in here. We talking about? You're right because they're <laughs> my. My ligaments, oh, they're dead. There should, we should have a combine, Ephraim versus All right, that's, that's not it. That, that wouldn't even be. That, that's, nobody wants to see that. Three-cone drill? Nobody wants to see that. You got to remember, you know? he's never done that before. So you get this work. You know what I'm saying? You can get this work. Slow down. <laughs> All right? Let's just, just slow down. But he down. does have one advantage on you, Ephraim, what? which is not having multiple injuries, surgeries, Yeah, but he's never done it, though. Things. He's never done it. I'm a natural. So, no, I'm, you are not. I'm a natural. Well, if you were a natural, being as big as you are, then you would have played something at some point, but you have not. I used to wrestle. There you go. Point. There it is. Take it. Exactly. And, and you know Case what? in point. You can get these hands. <laughs> <laughs> All the really unathletic African-American big guys went to wrestling. What? Wow. Just what about wow. the rock? That's what, what about the rock? That's, That's a take. Wow, hot take right there. <laughs> hot take. I'm talking about it in high school. Like if you went out for the football team, just couldn't quite make it. And then the wrestling. basketball team, ooh, maybe next time, then they usually fell into wrestling. Oh, you want to play some one-on-one? I get you in that post. It's one-on-one over. One-on-one what? Anything you want play, but we can play some basketball. No, you don't do that. No, you don't want to get I mean, I've been playing basketball Ephraim, my whole he, life. Ephraim has uh, complimented basketball his basketball skills and numerous times on this show. I mean, but I've been playing. I played in college. I played. I know. And, yeah, I know you have. So and, it's not. You know, I'm one of the, the few offensive linemen to ever play Division One basketball and football. Man, so my jumper's just, wet, and they used to call me the man of a thousand post moves. You don't want any of this. Man of a thousand post moves, but when you walk, your knees touch. Don't see how that happened. That doesn't make any don't, sense. You're knock kneed. Not very, not a lot of post players with knees that are touching when they walk straight. You don't want any of this, all right? Okay. I, I don't know. I, I would like can, to take that. I would like to together. take that wedger, that wager, wedger. Yeah. I'd like to take that wager. Maybe if you don't play uh, Purple Rain very well on guitar, which is coming up very shortly yes, here. It is. We're talking like, what, a month or so? Is it? Is that what it is? I think it's about a month. I, I was right around Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, I think it's in May. I'll make sure to double check on that because I'm about to get paid. Yeah. Yeah, my, it's somewhere in early May, Ephraim. Okay. So if that doesn't go well and you owe Papa Bear $2,000, oh, we can definitely you don't nail double the enough. solo on guitar of Purple Rain. Okay, but what, but what nothing, do I get you know? if, I mean, because his beard would already be shaved. So what What would, you know, what would be the, the other bet? Right? I don't know. What do you want? Wax your entire body? You probably would like that, would you? You probably would like that. Oh, my God. Are we going to talk sports uh, today or are we going to talk about will, his will, unathleticism? Will. Yeah, we're going to get into a trade here coming up. But I want to bring in Steve DeSager instead of talking about this trade that could happen. I'm going to bring in Steve. And also, I heard Steve, he was doing updates for Steve Gorman Sports the other day. And he had this fantastic story about 
how he basically he caught a foul ball and he was with his wife to be. That's right. They I, I asked, heard this story. It was unbelievable, Steve. It was opening day, and just out of the blue, said, "Hey, it's opening day. Have you ever caught a foul ball?" Yeah. You know, I've been to a zillion games. Literally, the only chance that one has come into my area, I caught it right in front of the face of this girl who was my date. We are now married. I like that. I like that. As did I'm, you like? Did you were did you just like kind of like move her? You know, like if you're thinking about almost getting into a car accident and you extinct, instinctively like put your arm over. <laughs> right, did right. you do that? Like I got this. My baseball fandom took over. She was chit chatting second or third inning, and the pitcher uh-huh. was at bat, swung late, and looped a foul ball to our place. Our seats were on the first base side. Oh, okay. And I, of course, am listening with one ear, but watching the ball game with the other. And so I stand as the ball's coming closer and closer, and reach out right in front. Of her and catch Did you have a glove? Oh, nope. bare hands. Bare hands. Yeah. Well, look at you. And this is line drive on a line over there? We were in the second level, so it had a bit of a loop to it, fortunately. Okay, little loop, little loop. But yeah. yeah, maybe if it had been line drive and I missed it, maybe. maybe <laughs> you would not be married. Yeah. You would not be married today. <laughs> that love story would have ended that night in the hospital. Yeah, nobody would be knowing this story. Yeah. But you took the ball to the wedding, did you not? Uh, yeah, I told the pastor yeah. about it, it, and so he told the story in the ceremony, and because you know she had already said, "Hey, I was the good luck charm; it should really be my baseball." And so the pastor tells the story and looks at me in the ceremony and says, "Steve, today is the day you give her the baseball. Everything you own is hers." Yes, it is. Wow. Okay, that's Every a great day. story, though, Steve. I'm proud of you, story. man. That's awesome. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> I mean, fantastic. what else can I say? I'm I'm living it, so yes, I'm pleased. By the way, the now second... There, go ahead. Is there anything uh, else on your mind in the world of sports right now, Steve? Yes, the second game of the Final Four is coming up 20 minutes from now, and it's going to be a battle of one seeds, Kansas-Villanova. I'm guessing we'll have slightly better shooting in this game than we just saw for most of the Michigan-Loyola game. Yeah, congrats, congrats to the Wolverines. A three-seed makes the Final Four and now makes the national championship game. They've eliminated 11-seed Loyola Chicago, 69-57. to 57. But in this game, if you saw the early minutes, Loyola went over seven minutes without making a basket, and still, after 11 minutes of the game, they are only down 12-10. And by halftime, Loyola led. In fact, they were up 10 early second half, and then the Wolverines woke up, outscored them 38-16 in the last 14 minutes. Michigan advances to play the winner of Kansas and Villanova. As for baseball, there was a rain out with the Pirates at Detroit not being played. The Angels got a win at Oakland 8-3. Mike Trout with three hits and a couple of RBIs. The Blue Jays beat the Yankees 5-3, beating reliever Dylan Batances. Indians got a road win. Houston and Washington with road wins. The Mets and Jacob deGrom defeated the Cardinals 6-2. And among the games in progress, Boston's ahead 3-1 at Tampa Bay in the bottom of the seventh. NBA, John Wall finally back. He'd been out since late January. January with the knee injury. He'll sit out tomorrow's game, but tonight or today at home, they beat Charlotte and clinched a playoff berth, and he had 15 points, 14 assists. Detroit beat the Knicks 115 109. Back to you. Good stuff, Steve DeSager, as always. It's Brian No and Ephraim Salam coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800 947 AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. We got a guest on the show right now, Ephraim. Okay. From the Michigan Wolverines. Oh. They just took down 
the Loyola Chicago Ramblers punch their ticket to the championship game. John Teske, he joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. That What do you have to say about your teammate, Wagner? Wagner make basket, Wagner make rebound. He was just unbelievable tonight, John. Yeah, he really was. Um, we, we kind of relied on him tonight offensively and defensively, and um, he really showed why he, I think um, he'll, be a, he'll be a great pro. I think he showed that tonight. All right, John, good to have you with us. Uh, congratulations uh, again on making the championship game. Uh, coming down uh, probably midway through the second half, you guys were still down a little bit, and you guys called a timeout. What were some of the things the coach said to you guys uh, to get you guys fired up and you came out and went on a run? What were some of the things he, he you know said to you guys to get you guys fired up? Uh, he just wanted to say, uh, tell, he told us to just stay collective. Uh, um, obviously, some of our shots weren't falling, but we were playing great defense. And we know when we play great defense, that leads to our great offense. And fortunately enough, we were able to get some great stops. We can get out and transition and run and get some easy baskets. But I think definitely our defense is what turned this game around. John, I love this show. It's called Turning Point, and it's about the NFL, and they just show a, a turning point in the game and how things changed. Was there a turning point? In your season, was it toward the end of the regular season? Was it the Big Ten tournament? Where was the turning point where you, it can explain where you guys are in the position to win it all now? Um, I definitely think after we lost to Northwestern, um, we went we went to Northwestern. We got we got beat up pretty bad. We didn't play well, and I think ever since then, I don't think we've lost, and we're on a great winning streak right now. But I think ever since that game, um, Coach B and his staff has done a good job preparing a great game plan for us each and every game. And I, should, I think we just learned from that Northwestern game and just continue to improve each every day, and I think that's what that's what got us to this point right now. Um, amazing. Moving forward, is there a particular number one seed you guys would feel comfortable facing Kansas or Villanova? Uh, no, we just take – either opponent we play, it'll be a great challenge for us. Uh, it'll be a battle, but we, we know with Coach B and all his preparation for us, we'll, we'll be ready for either team we play. He's John Teske. He's from the Michigan Wolverines. They will be in the championship game on Monday evening. What are you guys going to do tonight? Are you going to watch the upcoming game? What's on the agenda here? Oh, uh, yeah. First of all, I'm trying to go get some food. Actually, I'm <laughs> starving right now. Uh, but, yeah, definitely we'll watch the game a little bit. My, my family's down here, so I'm going to try and uh, enjoy some time with them and spend it with them. That's good, man. Go get something to eat. You know, you got one more game, and you guys can be the best team in college basketball this year congratulations again and good luck moving forward what thank you thank you hey john before you go what kind of food are you envisioning tonight I'm <laughs> anything curious. probably uh i could go for a good pizza right now oh a little pizza I like it. what's the yeah. type of pizza you love most uh i just like pepperoni I'm there you pepperoni go cheese that's fine very simple. Very simple. You know hey, what? Double pepperoni for you tonight, John. You deserve <laughs> it, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. There you go. Good stuff. John Teske from Michigan as they are headed to the championship game. How about that, Ephraim? Yeah, man. And uh, that's a lot of pizza. He's 7'1", 255. Wow. That is a lot of pepperoni right there. So get yeah, in man. there. And, get yeah, some pepperoni. Like, enjoy yourself. It's one of these things where we talk about what, – what, what NFL team was talking about iron shaping iron? I don't remember which team it was, but you think about Teske going head to head with Wagner every day in practice all the time. Every it's going to help him become a much better player. Oh, he'll be tremendous. Next year he'll be tremendous because of the confidence you have when you're constantly working against someone who's better than you in practice every day, every day. It becomes your personal battle 
to get better. I remember it in co- in high school and then in college and then even on the next level. What you want to do is, you know, you line up in practice and you got to go against J.J. Watt every day in practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you can do is get better. That's it. Mm-hmm. All you can do is get better when you're going up against the best. And so just imagine how this young man uh, is going to grow over the summer and 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 fill out in the type of player he's going to uh, eventually become after you know going against uh, Wagner, Mo Wagner. Wagner, yeah. Who yeah, I'm Wagner's pretty sure he's a junior, and I don't want to put anything in his. I'm pretty sure after this next game, he's going to go to the NBA. So, how about this next game? How you feeling about this Villanova against Kansas? It's a great matchup heading in. It is a great matchup. We finally get a one versus a one. So, yep. according to you, both of these teams be- belong there, right? Is that? They they do belong right. Uh, it, in, everybody's in your... earned their way. Oh, like that's the thing. Don't, everybody's don't get it twisted here. Everybody has earned their way. When I say, "Yeah, Michigan's path to the championship game," it hasn't been the toughest road. That pertains to going forward. It's not to this point. I'm not trying to diminish anything. I wasn't trying oh. to diminish Loyola Chicago being in the Final Four. You, I was you just really using were, but go their ahead. path. No, I wasn't. I was just looking at their path as it pertained to the next game, the mm. upcoming game against oh. Michigan. And I didn't love their path. I just didn't. When you're facing Kansas State, a nine seed in the Elite but Eight. It, but it's the reason Kansas State got there, though. Hey, it's kind of yeah, Absolutely. I'm All just right, like, saying, though, I'm going to take that into account if I'm trying to, uh, you know, I'm trying to look at the game and predict a winner. That's all. Okay. Thanks, buddy. I'm not feeling it, huh? I, I, Michigan, I, I, by the way, the team that I thought would win this game, they did. won by 12. I'm so mad. <laughs> I know. So mad. <laughs> Sister Jean, hate. I was pulling for you. Come on, Sister Jean. Who you like in uh, Villanova, Kansas? Here, I like Villanova. They're I really a tough do. Team, they man. are tough. They really are. Um, inside and out, right? So they can stretch the, the the floor, and their bigs, you know, are dominant inside, but they also can stretch the floor as well. So, I mean, they're tough, and they're tough on the boards. I mean, it, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be must see. Right, this will be must see TV. It won't be a blowout here. I think these are two teams that are equally matched, and they're gonna go. They're gonna go at it like number one seeds should. Yeah, um, I did an interview before the show today. Actually, Ephraim, did you? I was very happy. The Vegas Sports Information Network. We're talking gambling. We're breaking this down. Oh yeah, right up your. That's your wheelhouse. Oh, I was just like a pig in slop right there. But <laughs> one of the hosts asked asked me, "There's a prop bet tonight for three pointers." And it's set at 20. And I'm like, man, that sounds high initially, but I would stay away. If I had to take it, I would take the under. But you can't – I don't think you can win that one comfortably. Even though the shooting was pretty bad in the init- in the first game tonight, these teams can fill it up from outside, man. They can. You got four guys on Kansas that can shoot from deep. Everybody from Villanova. With certain lineups, everybody can shoot threes. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, I, I would that's what you have to do just now. Just because it's a huge stadium. Yeah. But I don't think you're going to hit the under comfortably. No. This should be a great game. I think it's going to be up and down. It's going to be a high-scoring affair, man. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, uh, both of these teams are athletic. They're going to get out in the open court. They're going to push the tempo. So, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. Let's talk about uh, some upsets. You got any, Some upsets? It, you got an upset? Did, uh, in particular, that you want to talk about? 
An upset in particular? Yeah. What, the upcoming game tonight? No, 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 no. Something that happened. In my life? No, yesterday. Oh, oh, oh. Talking about the Irish, huh? No. I know you're a big-time Gino and and, and a Huskies fan. No, no. I'm from South Bend, Indiana. You from? Bandwagon Irish fan here. About the Irish. Oh, you bandwagon. Bandwagon. Still. Cool. I can't sit here and say that, you know, I've ever had women's basketball season tickets or anything. <laughs> but Name that was one. cool. That was a great win by them. Name uh, one player, Brian. That's uh, the, the, the one girl with the yeah, ponytail. the girl hit the winning <laughs> shot. You know, she, got the, uh, the, she got the braids. That one. <laughs> a Goomba Wale. Oh. Yeah, she hit the winning shot and Google. everything. Google. Yeah. Gotta love Google. How about that, yeah, though? How, a- how about that for an upset? Oh, that was amazing. Goodness gracious. How it like, sounded on ESPN whoa. right here. Check this out. For a trip to the national championship. <laughs> that was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That was she amazing. said she went into, I thought of you actually, Ephraim. She said she went into Mamba mentality. Ooh. Because Kobe was there. I thought that was a great line. Going to Mamba mentality. It's a mentality. You can have that mentality not only on the basketball court, but in life. Do you have the Mamba mentality? Every day. Yeah? Every day. Is that why you brought donuts in today? That's why I brought donuts. (laughs) Mamba wanted to spread the love. Um, coming up next from the Geico Studios. Ephraim, I don't know if we're going to be on the same side of the fence here on this argument. We might not be, but I'll tell you what, if you're on the opposite side, I don't know that you're going to be making a rational argument. We'll see. We'll see which side you're on. That's coming up next. It's Brian Noe and Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian Noe and Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. Ephraim, I'm hearing a lot about the Giants should just trade Odell Beckham Jr. They should just trade him. Right. Get rid of the guy. And I I pause and I start thinking, like, does this make sense? Is this the way you want to go here? Because my theory is this. I think that the common takeaway on a bad team is like, well, just trade this guy who's had a couple of diva moments, right? But do they tell the Steelers to trade Antonio Brown? who's had a couple of diva moments as well. Remember the Facebook Live thing against the Chiefs? Nobody says, get rid of Antonio Brown, get rid of him, trade him, because the Steelers win. They win a lot. Right. But everybody says, trade Odell Beckham, just get rid of him. Hasn't worked out. What's the worst thing he's done? He proposed to a kicking net, and he had a questionable touchdown celebration. Well, that's not the worst thing he's done, so don't diminish. Well, let me let you finish before I jump on your back. Go ahead. Okay. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. You might be going the other way here. Okay. Okay, so he was with a model, right? And might have had a blunt. Okay. Red flag. Allegedly. There was the the boat thing before a playoff game. Okay. Red flag. There's been a few things on his resume. Nothing worth like, okay, this dude is a head case. He can't do anything right. He's just a complete problem. Got to move on. This dude had 35 touchdown catches in his first three seasons. And you want to just move on from the guy. Really? That's what we want to do here. You done? It's your turn. Okay. I'm not done, but um, your turn. <laughs> I, For me, what makes sense to me, 
is okay. given the, the Giants in their current state, obviously mm-hmm. they're going through a rebuilding phase. We, we That's not a secret anymore, right? They've made some moves and done some things this offseason. Um, moving in the direction of rebuilding, right? And we'll know what the second pick, if they're full out mm-hmm. rebuilding, if they take a quarterback, mm-hmm. right? That'll be, okay, they're doing it. We get it. We understand. So my thing is, Odell Beckham has become a distraction. As good as he is of a talent on the field, not having him last year and the type of season that they had last year and the whole turmoil with Eli Manning and and him missing the game for no reason and, you know, the firing of coaches and GMs. If you're coming in as a GM and as a new coach, you – don't necessarily want any holdover baggage. Now, you do want to have your best player, right? But if your best player has shown a propensity to not have an emotional fortitude to be able to deal with some of the ups and downs of the league and the season, then you might as well cut bait. Now, I don't have a problem with him peeing in the end zone. Whatever that is, that's just poor yeah, judgment. Yeah, that's a non-story. That's just, that's... that's just poor judgment. But his emotional outburst during the season is nothing but a distraction, not only during the game but in the locker room because this is not the first year that this has been happening. This has been him, right? So if you do this a couple years, two, three years, then this becomes who you are, Right? If you always have every offseason, if we're talking about he's got to grow up, he's got to mature, he's got to do this, he's got to do that, then it's the player. Now, moving forward, if I'm a new GM and a new coach, is that a headache that you want? Yeah, he has talent, but can you take that talent and that worth? Because he wants to be paid, the highest paid player in the league. He said that. Well, that's yeah, that's not going to happen. He's not going to be the highest right. paid Right, we, we understand that. So what comes with that if you're not willing to do that. You see what I'm saying? So you have to be you have to prognosticate a little bit. This guy has come out openly and said he's the best player in the league. He wants to be paid like that. You know you're not going to do that. So by you not doing that, what type of attitude does that bring to your locker room, right? Well, so well you, if you, you're not what, going you, to do it, then you got to move on. Then you got to move on. the thing is like but but why? Like that's my whole thing is people look at the Giants, they said they had a terrible season. We'll just move them. Just get rid of them. Move on. Let me ask you this. If um if they go the direction of a young quarterback, would it possibly be a benefit to a young quarterback to have one of the best receivers in football to throw to? Of course it would be. Yeah, but that's not what you're doing because Eli Manning will be starting. Like he, that, that new quarterback right, won't be. That you, new if quarterback you won't be to Odell Beckham. Right. Yeah. He he's going to be catching passes from this stud quarterback that they took at number two overall. But once, who they hope to be a stud quarterback. But what you what's once again is if you're not planning on paying him like the highest played player player, then you got to go because he's well, not going to be satisfied. Yeah. He he's not going to make that type of cash. But uh, a little more on this Odell Beckham Jr. thing coming up next. April Fool's Day right around the corner tomorrow, Ephraim. You got to be very nimble. You got to be careful. You got to see stuff coming before it does. There's a report out there. No, no. There's a report out there that uh, the unibrow is no more. Anthony Davis, that he shaved the middle 
of his, you know, his eyebrows. Didn't he have that trademarked? He had unibrow trademarked, didn't he? I, he might have. I don't know. Yeah, but I did. smell uh, an April Fool's Day rat. I, I smell a hoax on this one. Is your antenna raised on this, Ephraim? You think yeah, it's real I, you news? know, once you get to a certain age, you know, April Fools, like being on the lookout for April Fools, it just doesn't doesn't really resonate. No, no. no so you just no, I'm forty. I have kids. Forty one. Right. <laughs> forty one years old. I don't. Do you think I'm worried about if someone's pulling up? An they April actually Fool's? did trademark it. Yeah. This has to be an April Fool's joke. He here. trademarked Unibrow, so why would he, he cut tra- it off? You can't. You can't. He got shirts and hats brow, and all man. kinds of stuff. Fear the brow, all of that. Come He's on, known now. as the brow. They it's sell eyebrows at the stadium, at the arena. <laughs> why would you shave that? Instead of the foam number one fingers, they just give you a unibrow. They shave you know? the brow. No, that's got to be fake. Are you telling me this is a real story or a fake story, Ephraim? Fake story. Fake. It's got to be a fake story. Got to be a fake, fake story. story. Um, I would say that it's a it's a fake story. All the bandwagon jumpers on the trade Odell Beckham Jr. train. Okay. But that happens to be real news. It's real news right now. It is real news. Just in the break, our valiant executive producer, Gavin Kinzel, is saying all this stuff about Odell Beckham Jr. Ah, oh, he's a cancer. I don't want him on my team. This dude has had one catch in his his time in the NFL. So we got Odell Beckham Jr. as a guy who made one catch and then proposed well, to that, a kick that's in there. Not that's true. it. That's the way that's, got. that's not true. He's an exceptional talent. It's fantastic. But what I'm saying is, you asked me about Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is an except, uh, exceptional talent. Um, yeah. his, productiv- his productivity on the field is tremendous every year. He's one of the top yes. receivers, if not the top receiver in the game. They mm-hmm. do win, and his off-the-field antics do not cause a, a a distraction, mainly because they are winning. Now, if they were losing, like the Giants, then it would be a, a problem. But he doesn't seem like – he's not he, – to me, when he plays, you don't see that emotional – instability that we talk about when we when we when we talk about Odell Beckham Jr. Do you, do you think, understand let me that? Ask you, this is honest. I understand that, but yeah. let me ask you an honest question here, Ephraim. Do you think if the Steelers were a, a two-win team, a three-win team, you know, they just they just bottomed out. Do you think that Antonio Brown would just be, yeah, minding my own business, no outbursts, no nothing? Yeah, you know, it's hard to say that because of the talent that they do have on their roster. Now, the Giants were bad. They didn't have any talent, right? They had Odell Beckham Jr. They had no running game. Uh, Eli struggled. Their defense was, you know, underperforming. So mm-hmm. when you talk about a team like the Steelers and you have Big Ben and you have Le'Veon Bell and you have all of these these weapons, then it's hard to put them in the category of if, if they weren't good because – if they weren't good, just then, a bad season. Yeah, I, I get season. it, but with all yeah. of that talent, it's hard to have a bad. You get what I'm saying? Like I teams, understand that, teams but, stacked like that on offense, they don't have bad right. seasons, right? But I'm I'm saying it like this. It's Antonio hard to hypothetically upset, say that though. He was upset against the Ravens last season right. for not getting the ball. He threw a tantrum when they were winning. Right. What do you think the guy would be doing if they were losing? And and that may be it. That may be. That whole Keyshawn moment, throw me the damn ball. You know what I mean? And I get that. Receivers are emotional. Receivers are divas. It's a reason 
Why, receivers will tell you that they're divas, right? They want Absolutely. the ball. They, they want yeah. it every time. They're always open, right? Well, Even when a receiver's not open, he's open. That's their mentality. Right. That's their mentality. I get all that. But, but here's the thing that I'm, I'm saying with Odell Beckham Jr. I'm saying consider the downside. For anybody who's saying get rid of this guy, move on, it hasn't worked, for any of the reasons, and you can make a legitimate argument for trading Odell Beckham Jr. I'm not saying there isn't a legitimate argument to make. I'm just saying consider the downside if you are to move him. Okay, okay? what it's would be the downside? Sunshine and, here's the downside. Say you get a first and a third. Yes. Or a first and a second. Whatever you get in exchange for him. Okay? That's not to say it's going to turn into a receiver even close to as good as Odell Beckham Jr. is. If you look, Ephraim, I looked at the last five drafts. Now, I'm going to throw out 2017 because it's too recent. We don't know for sure. Mike Williams barely saw the field for the Chargers. John Ross didn't see the field at all for the Bengals. And Corey Davis was banged up for the Titans. So if you look at the four previous drafts, just in terms of first-round wide receivers, we'll just go rapid-fire here. You tell me either good, stud, or a disappointment-slash-bust. Okay. okay? Here we go. 2016 first-rounders. Corey Coleman of the Browns. Oh. It was good. <laughs> it was good. He has he, but he got hurt, right? So you got to remember, he got hurt. He, he, he was hurt. He, he missed he meant, a bunch of games, but he definitely yeah. can play. I think two years in, you got to remember, he does no, he does not have a quarterback. All I right, know that. so you yeah. can't. That's why this is kind of like because you start bringing up teams and these. He can't throw the ball okay. to himself, but what right, I saw I from you. him prior to the injury is he definitely has NFL talent. So I don't want to be like I, yeah. bust or anything like that. He has so I, that's the good category, right? I would go more so disappointment, but with how an can you say disappointment? Because he, he's, he's nobody Watt, to throw him the Kaiser ball. Was his, was his quarterback, he's right? But, come on, man. Say that's the not drop sees. That's not I, fair, I'm just saying, man. So far, so far, he's been a disappointment. But, okay, but but, but it right, is clear cut. It's man, not like he's destined to be a bust. Man, yeah, tough. He coming down with the hammer. Will Fuller with the Houston Texans. Oh, he was tremendous. He was pretty good. Pretty uh, good. Yeah, he before okay. he got hurt. I mean, he was right up there. They made a formidable uh, uh, yeah. receiver duo with, with, you know, with Hopkins over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it was it was it was tremendous. Okay, Josh Doxson with the Redskins. Redskins. Well, he was their only he, weapon. He hadn't done anything. No, he He's hasn't. Done anything. He's he has their number one wide receiver. Yeah, well, he was the only weapon. A bust. So yeah, that's you know. He hasn't done it. I'm not saying he's a he, bust. He hasn't done anything yet. Man, Nothing. you. What numbers are you expecting these kids to to put up? Right I don't know, away. like a, a catch here or there would a be catch? nice. He's done nothing. He went from a rookie to the number one wide receiver on the team. How is that a bust? Because they moved other guys. He hasn't done anything yet in the NFL. Have you watched this guy? He has 37 catches in two years. That's what he's done. That's his resume. God, this guy's animal. I just, how about Laquan Treadwell? What, all pro? Hey, that With the is Vikings? a bust. No, that, that's a bust. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, fine. Then we go to 2015. Okay. Amari Cooper with the Raiders. Come on now. Sensational. Pretty good. Yeah, Pretty he's good. all pro. Go ahead. Kevin White Bears. Oh, my God. So disappointed, man. Yes. First Because he, <laughs> it's, he can't stay healthy. So we don't, he we, we don't know. 
yeah, right? But that goes up. under the bust category because yeah. if Jadavion Clowney would have had another injury-riddled year, he would have been a bust. So you got to put Kevin White in the bust category. We haven't seen anything from him. Right, nothing. Devontae Parker with the Dolphins. No, nothing. We got nothing. Disappointment. Yeah. Disappointment. Nelson Aguilar with the Eagles. It's good. It's good. Especially this year. He really came on. He's good. He's good. He's not he's not a world beater or anything, but he's an excellent compliment to what the Eagles had. Is that a no? I mean, I, I, I see, would say I, I remember he had some pretty big catches in the Super Bowl, but that's just me. Maybe I was watching he's the wrong game. He's had the dropsies. I mean, he turned it around this last season. He was Yeah, he did. That. Like remember he was in the doghouse. He was. You got to remember time. he was in the doghouse earlier this year <laughs> and he changed that whole thing. That's called growth. So you can't lump a kid who's making a transition from having some problems into right. being someone to depend on cuz they threw he had some critical third down catches okay. in in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. Two First two years were bad. Last year was pretty good. It was good. Pretty He's good. changing the narrative, which you can do as a young player. Okay. Brashad Perriman with the Ravens. Who? Exactly. Wide receiver can't stay healthy, can't do anything. Right. He's been a bust so far. Okay. Philip Dorsett, who was initially drafted by the Colts, been moved to the Patriots. Yeah, they're not even happy with him. So. No. No. He's already washed out. Yeah. Of his team. yeah. The 2014 draft is very good. Sammy Watkins. Yes. He's having his injury issues, but, but he when can, health, he's pretty good. He can play. Yeah. Mike Evans is a stud with oh, Tampa. Big time stud. $100 million stud, obviously. Then Odell Beckham Jr. was yep. the next receiver that draft. Brandon Cooks, now with yep. the Patriots. Yep. And Kelvin Benjamin. Oh, yeah. Guess so. All those guys, first rounders. All those guys productive. can play. Then 2013, last draft we'll talk about. Tavon Austin with the Rams. <laughs> That was Brutal. weird. That was just and then they, they when they paid him, I was like, oh, they what? broke him off too. It's crazy. I was like, <laughs> he can't even run routes. What are you doing? Are you gonna? Eh, we'll throw him some screens and give him a toss screen, sweep every now. Forty and then, million, forty-eight million dollars with the bubble screens. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins, flat-out baller. Baller. He's fantastic. Cordell Cordero Patterson, a great addition to special teams. Right, right. He 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 can do things. If you can get the ball in his hands, then he can do some special things. But he's not a a true receiver. Yeah. Um. One more draft. I lied. One more just okay. for fun. Justin Blackman. Oh my God, he had it. I know. He, he I had know. it, man. I did you say what you he want. Drank that kid out of the league, man. Yeah. That kid was phenomenal. Yeah. He just couldn't get it together. He couldn't. Michael do it. Floyd. Michael Floyd with Arizona. Similar situation, yeah, actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hey, man, all these kids, man. Yeah, I know it. Uh, Kendall Wright with the Titans, who was with the Bears last year. Um, He didn't pan out to, to what no. people expected. So, no, no. You know, he was a disappointment. And the last first rounder from 2012, receiver-wise, A.J. Jenkins. What? Exactly. The 49ers went to Illinois, did nothing. He'd been on a milk carton his entire NFL He's selling real career. estate now. Gavin oh, says he's selling real estate. Yeah. It so happens, man. Hey, is, look, everybody can't play, man. It right. happens. My point is this, Ephraim. You if that, you look at Papa Bear, if you look fairly at the first round wide receivers mm-hmm. over the last five drafts, 
you've got half of them that turned out to be pretty good. Some are studs. And the other half haven't done anything. So why am I going to trade Odell Beckham Jr., who's one of the best receivers in football that's got a few diva qualities? Because you don't why need... Why am I going to trade him for a first-rounder when you, my odds are very, very bad you don't, of finding someone equally talented? You, you're only talking about the first-round draft pick receivers, right? You're not talking about value and receivers that you can find throughout the draft or free agency. So you're saying if you get rid of Odell Beckham Jr., you you won't be able to fill that no. void with another receiver. And that, you can't look at it like that. No, no, though. no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that sometimes draft picks are overvalued. I get that. Sometimes I understand you get that. this bright, shiny first round well, pick. Well, you, like, oh, you don't have to. You don't have to. Hey, get the first round. Sometimes you don't have to twist my arm. I was a seventh round draft pick. So I, yeah. I, I automatically, it's in that, I'm embedded with the thought that the draft is horse manure. manure. Right. Okay, it's horse manure. Uh-huh. It's talent all over the draft, <laughs> right? You just got to be able to find the talent. Diamond yeah. in the rough from Aladdin, hey. right? It's, so it's if you get rid of if you're a rebuilding team, having one of the top receivers in the league does you no good. But having a young quarterback I, I that you can that. bring, it, it just doesn't. It if you're rebuilding. How long uh-huh. is that that receiver? And you got to take into account this is not an Andre Johnson, right? This is not a right. guy who's just going to be the best he can be on and off example, the field. Ephraim. He's going to be very boisterous, and he's going to make it known that he's not happy. Do you, if you're rebuilding and they're not uh-huh. winning, and he's not the highest paid player in the league? All those are negatives in terms of what that's going to do to your franchise. I'm looking at it like that. Like, okay, we know we're not going to give him $24 million a year. He's not getting that. It's not going to happen. Right? Right. We know he's not going to get Megatron's last contract number. He's not going to get that money. He may not get Mike Evans' money. Uh Right? Because they broke him off. I have no issue paying Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Mike Evans money. Yeah, but I'm talking York. about them. Right. I'm talking about them, what they're trying to do. Right? Do you want to tie up that much cap space on one player when you need so much more? It's not yes. like he's the quarterback. Someone has to throw the ball to him. And right? hopefully they're going to the get The offensive guy. line <laughs> has to block for the person throw for the quarterback. You have so many holes. Their offensive line has been in shambles for years. They have no running game, right? So if you take that Ferrari, you put him out there on an island, guess what? It's going to be two people covering that Ferrari because you can't run the ball. Okay, All right, we're going to circle back to this one, Ephraim. We're going to circle back to it. It's Brian Noe and Ephraim Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, there's good advice, there's bad advice, there's a third category, Ephraim. There is pansy advice. <laughs> We've got an example of pansy advice around the corner. Brian No, Andy from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian No, Andy from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. Hey, you got to get to Hooters and okay. try the new smoked wings. Mm. I don't have to twist your arm for that, do I? No, Ephraim. I love. It's a whole me, oh, new way. I love you know me this? some smoked wings. There you go. It's a whole new way to crave wings, mm. and with all the taste 
and half the calories. You can eat twice as many. Hooters, get over there. Let's go. Let's go after the show. That's fine. I'm down. <laughs> Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's your phone number. We're going to pay off the uh, the tease about pansy advice here in a minute. Okay. We've got Steve. He's over in Florida. He's got a thought for us. What's going on, Steve? Yeah, I'll give you a little example to the point about ODB. I- I'm a John fan. I love them, good or bad. But but regardless if you want them to stay or if you want them to leave, back when the Carolina Panthers had Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams, they were rarely on the field together. They were both top not running backs. And I would tell my buddies all the time, trade one of them fools and get something for your team while you still have some value. When they got all run down and ragged, didn't nobody want them. So if you're going to trade them, good or bad, if you're even thinking about trading ODB, do it now while you can get some value for them. That's an excellent point. That, that is an excellent point, Steve. Uh, look, if he's not going to want to be in a rebuilding situation, we know that. Okay, so don't put him in that situation. You're not going to pay him what he thinks he's worth. Is he a phenomenal talent? Absolutely he is. But you don't have the type of team where you can carry that type of talent with nothing else. You have okay. to get some pieces to rebuild. You're at, you're in, you need quarterback. Right, you need an off. You need offensive linemen. You need a running back. You need a deep. You need defensive line. It's just too much. Okay, it's too much. I, I, let me ask you this, and this is a fair question, Ephraim. If you look at the Houston Texans before Deshaun Watson got there, yes, I think it's a legitimate comparison. DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. DeAndre Hopkins was an absolute beast. He's putting up huge numbers, and they needed all of these pieces that you're talking about. The Giants needing. No, right? they didn't. They, they had absolutely the top five defense all of those years. That top five defense all of those years. They did not need everything the Giants need. They didn't. Am I? Is That's that when not they right? had a healthy. It doesn't matter. JJ I'm, I'm talking about previously to Deshaun Watson coming in there. They had a uh-huh. top five defense. They got to the playoffs and almost beat New England in the playoffs because of that. De- if they would have had you at quarterback. They could have beaten New England. Instead of Brock Osweiler. Right? So you, you get what I'm saying? So okay, they, right. they okay, had, okay, they like had enough in that team right. for uh, for them to be competitive. They just did not have a quarterback. The Giants, Tampa Bay. The Giants aren't Tampa, competitive. How's Tampa Bay? They just broke off Mike, Mike uh, Evans. Yes. Right? Would you say that they're stacked at every position? No. Or would you say they need help at certain spots? They do need help at certain spots. Absolutely they do. So my point is I'm just trying to get to this where there are some teams that are bad that have top talent at wide receiver, and they've got a lot of money devoted to that top talent at wide receiver, right? Mm-hmm. So are you telling me that you don't want Odell Beckham Jr. with the Giants specifically because of his attitude and how he carries himself and because they're going to be a bad team, you think it's going to be even worse, his behavior? Yeah. Is this all behavior-based? You don't want to pay a ticking time bomb, right? Because now you don't have any leverage. You understand that? Like, the Dolphins were very unhappy with Sue's production. He came late. Mm-hmm. He didn't practice all the time. But they gave him $60 million the day he signed his contract. It didn't work out. That was three years ago. He's moved on. You don't want to be in that type of situation. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you can take that money and you can really get competitive, 
right? And you go find That's the you, problem I have. That you just got to go get competitive cuz right now yeah. you're not competitive. You, that's, you, that's a problem I have. But you haven't yeah. even done anything to get competitive. Right? Well, they brought in Nate Solder. They've made some moves. Okay. They're trying Nate to get Solder's better with that offensive the line. They're going to take them over the top. Who's running the ball? I'm just saying they've, they've made some moves. Who's going to run the ball? I'm looking at guys. You, know. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They're not stacked at every position. Yeah, All I'm saying is you this, can't, though. You can't not – like you can't build a team around a receiver. That you 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 understand that right? You don't. There's no argument there, right? It can't be an I argument just, there. It's never happened. It's never look, happened man, in, the, in the history of wrong. the NFL. It's never happened. If that was the case, then the Detroit Lions would have been in the playoffs every year with Calvin Johnson. Yeah, I, coincidentally, they just picked up Jonathan Stewart, who uh, Steve in Florida was just exactly. talking about. That's, the that, Giants that's what they're those. doing. That's what's going on over there. Right, so Look, you now, so now you got Jonathan Stewart in the backfield and Odell Beckham out. Or, or yes, you guys are you guys about to make it happen. Here's the problem, though, Ephraim. Here's all I'm saying is, if you want to sell me on Odell Beckham Jr., he's got a, a bad attitude and they're going to be a bad football team and it's a horrible mixture. Okay, I'm listening. And if you're saying now's the time to move, if you don't move on him now with a trade, you're either going to have to give him a huge contract or he's going to walk for nothing. You're going to be in a horrible position. I hear you on all those things. But if you're telling me you can't have a top receiver and pay him top money on a struggling football team because he need help elsewhere, I don't agree with that. I, it's not taking all of your salary cap to pay a, a top receiver. And especially if you're thinking about drafting a quarterback, if you draft a quarterback number two overall for any team, forget about Odell Beckham Jr., say struggling team, top talent at wide receiver. That would be pretty good to match up with a very young quarterback. You're right. That would be. What I'm telling you is the money that Odell Beckham wants, he doesn't want good player money, right? He wants to be the highest. Am, am, am I getting that wrong? Did he not say that? <laughs> right. There's, you know but no, but as just, well just as listen I do. to There's what no I'm chance. saying, though. I, I know that. Yeah. You know that. The world right. knows that. Guess who doesn't know that? I, I'm not sure he does. Guess doesn't. who doesn't know that? I don't know that he doesn't. He, he, in his mind, is a global brand, and he very well may be. That has nothing to do with his worth on a football field, right? So after that catch he made with the two fingers, he's become someone else. Right? He's a household name. We get it. We understand that. But what I'm saying to you is you don't have the capacity as a team to pay him as the highest paid player in the NFL. Not when Kirk Cousins just got $84 guaranteed. It's a waste of time to talk about him getting more money than any quarterback. But does he understand that? And what I'm saying is if he does not, even a little bit, the turmoil that comes with that attitude, is it worth it when you're rebuilding? That's my that's my angle. You get what I'm saying? Like, is that turmoil and is that that's- energy worth it? So, hey, Odell, we're going to give you $10 million, $9 million a year. That's not good enough. I don't like it. What? 
do, how long do you want to have this conversation? That's fine. That Listen, if you're selling me on the attitude mixed with a horrible record and it's just not going to fly, it's not conducive. I'll to that. It's not. I it really that. isn't. I get that. But if you talk about, forget about the attitude, we're just talking about a top wide receiver talent paying him big money on a struggling football team. You can't have that as your recipe for success. What? That portion of it, that's well, what that's I not a, that's with. not a recipe. For, I mean, Cal, Detroit Lions. Tampa Bay, like it's been plenty of teams that have done that, and it hasn't panned out. It hasn't look panned at, out. Look at Julio Jones in Atlanta. Atlanta was brutal a few years ago with Julio Jones there. He when, is one of the, you mean the one his rookie play. year? No, they his won, rookie what, year, what, four games. They won four his games rookie a couple year? years ago. That's his rookie year. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they were terrible, but guess what? They're not anymore. They're not terrible. They got their quarterback. He's young. They got their young receiver. They paired him with another young receiver. They have two dynamic all-pro running backs. Yeah, they're not terrible anymore. But what they I'm saying for four, the Giants, they were four and twelve his third season in the league. Okay. They were six and ten his fourth season in the league. They were a six and ten team, right? That was on his rookie deal. Right, his fourth that was on year. His rookie, right, that was on his rookie deal. Okay, they're eight and eight the next year. Then he gets what? Then he gets paid. Then what were they? What after exactly. he got paid? Exactly. After he got yeah. paid, they were good. They were eleven because and five, because they ten and built six. a team. The oh, Giants okay. are building a team. They're not going to dump the money in one play. They that would have so been so it's impossible. That would have been just like saying, okay, we're going to give Julio Jones one hundred and two million dollars after his third year, and then we're going to try to continue to build this team. It wouldn't have happened. It would not have happened. Okay, they wouldn't have right. had the success that they've had. They had him on a rookie deal. I can't. I can't find one team in the history of the NFL that had a top-paid wide receiver and stunk one year, and then they were good and turned it around. It it never happened. Okay. So, do you want to do that? Do you want to be the Giants to do that? Is that going to happen if they give Odell Beckham twenty million dollars a year or whatever they give him, whatever right. that contract is? How good are they going to be next year and the year after that? I think they can turn it around. You tell me the Giants can't turn it around. They get a, a quarterback at number two, and he turns out to be a stud. They were eleven no and way they five can turn it two around. years ago. That's right. They imploded last year. Okay, they had a brutal season. They were they, awful. They had a brutal season. They lost their entire receiving core. Eli Manning. I don't know what happened. That's right. Right. That's right. Right. They benched him for uh, EJ Emanuel. <laughs> like it, it was a bad year. It was a bad year. It's some it things bad that we'll need to be. This. Okay. Ephraim, let's continue. Okay, because we, we can got talk Steve about this forever. I, I'm getting that impression. We Come on in, Steve. Give <laughs> well, us you up. You and I are football heads. Steve DeSager is here. I will and he can talk about sports forever as well. On That's the right. Villanova game in just a moment. They're up 40-28 first half against Kansas, but there is a no-hitter going on with the Minnesota Twins up 6 nothing. bottom of the eighth at Baltimore, two outs in the eighth. The thing is, the twin starter is out of the game. What? He threw over 100 pitches the first six innings. He not only had six strikeouts, he had five walks. So they took him out after six no-hit no hit innings, and the reliever hasn't given anything up. Two outs, bottom of the eighth, twins up 6 nothing at Baltimore. Meanwhile, this national semifinal in college hoops has Villanova up, and it was big. It was 22-4 early. Now with under four minutes to go till halftime in a battle of one seeds, Villanova leads Kansas 40-28. Villanova's going to set the all-time Final Four record for most three-pointers made. It's been over 30 years they've had that stat. UNLV about 30 years ago had 13 made threes in a Final Four game. 
Villanova just made its 13th of the first half. Good Lord. 13 for 21 from long distance. Kansas, until a few minutes ago, didn't even have any three-point attempts. Kansas is down 15 late first half of this national semifinal. The winner plays Michigan, which eliminated in a comeback, eliminated 11 seed Loyola Chicago, 69-57. Mo Wagner, 24 points, 15 rebounds into the Basketball Hall of Fame this year. Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, and others. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. The Dodgers had been shut out their first two games of the season. They scored two in the first tonight. Breaking news. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> They're up 2 nothing of the Giants in the top of the second. Take that. And the Angels got an 8-3 win at Oakland. Mike Trout with three hits. Uh, Washington's 2-0. Steven Strasburg got the win at Cincinnati, 13-7. Strasburg, former Aztec. And the Mets, 2-0. Oh, yeah. Jacob deGrom, the win over St. Louis, 6-2. Back to you. Appreciate that, Steve DeSager. It's Brian No, Annie from Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Before we start getting back to locking horns again, something a little bit lighter, Ephraim. Oh, okay. We're talking to, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Send your tweets to... Uh, Fox Sports Radio, like all the geeks that think anybody jinxes a no hitter. Are you with me on this? No, Ephraim? he just yeah. jinxed it. Steve the Sager just jinxed There's a no hitter. There's no such thing he as did it. jinxing a no hitter. Steve, they you can't jinxed hear the Steve the Sager. The they pitcher didn't get, yes. didn't get the memo. If it just I had happened. That, it's a coincidence. I had that kind of power. Wow. Look right, out, exactly. World. I will say that if you do it on the bench, if you say that, then that means something because you're talking to actual people right, that are in the here. game. Yeah. The worst is the Angels announcer, Victor Rojas, who has actually on the air refused to say no hitter That's is so going bad. on. You're not supposed to do that. Good, good job for him. You don't do that. On the bench, you're not supposed to. Yeah. I wonder what Steve it's... was saying last night when the Dodgers were having a perfect game thrown against them. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at my watch and saying, how long is this going to go on? Five innings? This is six perfect innings? What's going on? That's the comment from an Angels fan right there. Right, exactly. Right? Like, what would happen when they were getting no hit over there? Two That's and, an Angels fan right two there. Two and one, baby. Can't believe we're um, talking about baseball <laughs> this early into the baseball I, season. <laughs> By the way, Wake from, me in October. Listen to you. Listen, you're going to be asleep in October, too. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're not a baseball guy. It's okay. It's all right. But I love the baseball to... playoffs, though. I love the postseason. Okay. You're into that. We were talking to John Teske from Michigan mm-hmm. a little bit earlier, and he said that he just gets down with pepperoni pizza. He doesn't need anything fancy on it. We don't need pineapples or anything. How do you get down? What's in the uh, Salam household in terms of pizza? I like... Ground beef and pineapples on my pizza. Do you really? Or you <laughs> just, yes, I do. That's how you go, huh? That's how I go. Ground beef, Ground beef and, pineapple. and pineapple. You're disgusting. Wow. Okay. Uh, that, that's hurtful, <laughs> but all uh, right. Who puts pineapple on pizza? I you, do. You prob- and uh, you probably a whole think, other state. Yeah, you probably think uh, um, a hot dog is also a sandwich too, don't you? Pineapple on pizza. A you hot dog the, is a sandwich. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. It's a hot dog. 
Okay. Fight me. What? Fight me. Wow. Okay. I I don't know. Really what, angry over his food. Yeah, I I don't know what. I thought you were Papa on a diet. Week was like. I don't know how it unfolded. I don't know if there was a lovely lady that know, said, "Hey, man. Papa Bear, I'm into got, scraggly beards." I don't know. You got some frustrations. What? What's your frustration? My beard is nice. Maybe if you drink some milk, you can grow one too, Brian. Okay. <laughs> man, I just spicy. Today. I don't know what happened this week, man. I don't know what Papa Bear encountered. I don't know. I it, would love to know. It's those redheads, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm Torny from half of the show. He sounded completely giddy. Yes, now like just he's happy, angry. right? And the other half is just complete anger. So I don't know. I don't know what his week was like. I almost want to hug him. I feel bad. I don't know. Right? He got he met a girl, which was good, and then got his wallet stolen Finally. on Wednesday or so. I don't know what happened. I mean, all last year he was single, singing the blues. Like, no, hey, can no. you hook me up with someone? No, no. No, stop spreading lies. You, my friend, are fake news. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, something we got to get to coming up next from the Geico Studios. There's good and bad advice in life, Ephraim. We I both agree. agree on that. Yes, we do. It's the third layer. Mm. Something called pansy advice. Oh, You got to be on the lookout for pansy advice. We'll okay. give you an example of this. On the way. It's Brian Now, Any from Salam, live with you right here on Fox Sports Radio. Live with you right here on Fox Sports. Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer was built to save you time and money by allowing you to compare multiple quote options all online. So head to progressive.com today and see if you can save. It's Brian Noe from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. So, Ephraim, um, Villanova is just going three-point crazy right yeah. now. This team is nasty when they're connecting from deep. Well, they're shooting almost better from the field, from three-point line than they are from the field. Whenever a team <laughs> is doing that, then we have a serious situation. If they're more than, like, one for two from three. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with a minimum of ten shots. Let's put it that way. Right, right. From the, I mean, they're 17 for 33 from two-point field goal range and 13 for 26 from three mm. point line. that's crazy it is crazy how do you beat that I, good luck you not going raining threes yeah you yeah. you've you've only shot six and you've made two of them that's not gonna yep. work it's not gonna yeah, work 33 th- percent from deep isn't gonna cut it no if villanova's doing that to you that's tough man they're a, a tough tough team to beat when they've they've got the ball moving the way that they are and they're getting open shots, that's the thing. Yep. You're hoping that Villanova stops making open shots. Right, like they'll cool down. Right. <laughs> right. They'll cool they're off. They're just hot first half. They'll yeah, cool no, off. No, no, no. They'll cool off. Trust me. They'll, they'll cool yeah. off. All right. No, it How about play like defense? That. Now, Zonia, uh, now uh, Kansas did switch it up. They went from man-to-man to zone, and it helped them out a little bit. They went on a, a little bit of a run. But it's still not enough. It's just not enough. No. No, it's not. It's it's looking rough for them. And Villanova, goodness, you're looking at them potentially, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but they got a healthy lead at the half. If they're facing Michigan, Michigan's going to have their hands full with that. Yes, they will. I just don't know if anybody can beat Will Villanova they be able to shoot tournament. like that again? You know what they I mean? Might, so They might not have to right. to beat Michigan. That's, That's the problem. 
It's Brian Noni from Salam, live here from the Geico Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So the pansy advice yeah. that you always got to be on the lookout for here, Ephraim Salam. Now, I think this is pansy advice. You tell me if you think the other way, because there are plenty that would. This is Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf, ex-NFL quarterback, didn't quite pan out. He was a guest on FS1. And he said this, quote, there is no evidence to show me that Cleveland is going to be successful. It's a place where quarterbacks go to die. How many quarterbacks? 27 quarterbacks in the last 10 years? If I were Sam Darnold, and I have this leverage right now, and I'm going to be the first pick in the NFL draft, I'm going to my agent and saying, figure out a way for me to not go to Cleveland. Eli Manning this for me. End quote. <laughs> I hate that so much, Ephraim. I understand what he's saying, but if you look critically at the quarterbacks that the Browns have had, those quarterbacks haven't done the Browns any favors. We all realize that the Browns and their personnel scouting prowess hasn't been exactly where it needs to be. But you show me a quarterback that thrived elsewhere of that long jersey with all those names on the back of it. They were all dead. You know what I'm telling you? By by the time they moved on, they all died. Career-wise. They just couldn't muster up enough energy. You have like Jeff Garcia who did anything anywhere else than Cleveland. Yeah, couldn't do it. And you got a bunch of just dudes, right? So I don't think that Cleveland is this wasteland where they're doomed. It's the Bermuda Triangle, and no one can go there as a quarterback and be successful whatsoever. I don't believe that at all. It seems that way, right? But it it really does. It seems like, oh, this is a place where no matter what, you just can't be successful as quarterback because the the organization has been – run terribly so I I, I mean it, it's God, I, I, can this kid go there and if you're a young first pick in the draft do you want to go there do I you, would I absolutely would Baker Mayfield wants to go he does there are a few guys that are open to it Josh Allen said he, he thinks Cleveland would be a good spot to be it, in it would be a good fit for Josh Allen I believe that that's the quarterback that would make the most sense for the Cleveland Browns. Josh Rosen just has been in, victim just in of terms of, logic. Yeah. He's it, like, I haven't quite made my mind up about Cleveland. He doesn't want to go there. No. He doesn't want to go. No, he does not. <laughs> he does not want to go there. I mean, it's not but, a, it's only, you know, the the two quarterbacks that are being talked about as maybe not ready for the NFL are the ones saying, I'll go there. You get that? Like it's not Rosen and it's not Donald. It's Josh Allen and and I and I guarantee you if you asked uh um well, uh, what's the kid from Louisville? If you asked him oh, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson, he'd be uh, yes. Right? It's <laughs> it's it's not the projected top two picks. They're not saying, Yeah, I would love to go to Cliff. They're not saying that. It's the guys who were pleading their case to be that first pick in the draft. Right, I hear you. But you got all of these top picks in the first and second round. You could easily you could get the top quarterback prospect in the draft. Yep. And the top non-quarterback prospect in the draft. 
if they select at number four overall. That could Amazing. happen. That could change could everything. The, that could change just everything. Just in the first round, and you get all those second rounders on top of it. And they have, believe it or not, they've got a few players on the roster right now that can actually play. If I'm a quarterback, I absolutely want to go there. I'm not looking at this pessimistically. I'm looking at if I go there and we have a realistic shot at being successful at some point, if I'm the true difference maker, my legacy is made. Are you kidding me? I went to Cleveland and won as a member of the Browns? I get it. Tim Couch. <laughs> Where did Doug Tim Peterson, Couch go after the Browns? Kelly Holcomb, right? Jeff Garcia, Trent Dilford, Charlie Fry, Where, Derek Anderson. Uh, Where did Charlie Fry thrive Brady outside Quinn, of the Browns? Cole McCoy, you know? Brandon Whedon, Jason Campbell. Been an interesting show so far. Ephraim uh, almost put his foot in his mouth with uh, Loyola Chicago and their double-digit lead, <laughs> but we were not on the air yet. <laughs> And so that didn't happen. No, it didn't. It did not. Too bad we would have had drops for days. Unfortunately, <laughs> we could have, we should have moved up our show time, you know? I feel like we've missed out on a golden opportunity right there. Quite but, possibly. Yeah, the dream is dead for Loyola Chicago. Great showing in the tournament, but Michigan moving on, and it looks like they're going to face Villanova because Villanova is well, that's too lights early to call. out in the first I, half. I, I, let's not do that. Don't, don't no, be that guy. 15-point no. lead? I'm just saying it looks like they're going to face Villanova. I didn't say no chance, no how, Devontae Graham, no way, forget it. I just said it looks like they're going to face Villanova. Okay. Do you think it looks like they're going to face Kansas? It does. I don't know who it's going, they're going to face. <laughs> it looks like they're going to face Villanova to me. But we'll see how the second half goes. We'll see. It's we'll college see three-point line. Out. See how it plays out. Uh, then we mixed in some football here during the show. There's one thing that I wanted to bring up, Ephraim. Because you, 13-year NFL veteran, I definitely wanted to get your take on this. They just passed a new helmet rule right. in the NFL where there's a 15-yard penalty and the player might be ejected anytime he lowers his head and initiates contact with his helmet against an opponent. And this pertains to tacklers, ball carriers, even linemen with helmet to helmet or just using their helmet. It doesn't even have to be helmet to helmet. Just using their helmet to initiate contact. What do you think about this rule? That's a tough one because the helmet is there for purposes of tackling. Mm -hmm. Uh, If if you want to make rules like that, then take the helmet off, which makes no sense whatsoever, right? Mm -hmm. So the helmet is there to protect against things like that. Um, It's impossible to play the game of football without using your head for contact without putting yeah. your head down. That's just a natural instinct. It's a natural instinct for when you tackle someone, you put your head down and get your head across. It's a natural instinct as a ball carrier, a receiver, when you see the contact coming, you get yourself down. So all of that pointing down uh, is going to cause helmets to go down. It, it mm-hmm. is. If I'm pulling around the corner uh, on a T-pull, uh, where the tackle pulls outside and he's coming to get a linebacker out there, a safety or a uh, a cornerback, the cornerbacks are taught to go for our knees, right? We're taught mm-hmm. to get down and forklift them up, right? So get down as low as you can. And with that said, my helmet automatically goes down, right? right? So if you're going to start, I don't even know how they're going to officiate that. I don't either. Because it happens 
on every single play. It really does. Every it single does. play in football, it happens. Now, I think of a running back. I'm sorry. Go honest. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say real quick. If a running back runs through the line of scrimmage, they always teach them not to stand upright. You can't. You know? Get your head down. If Get your you're head standing down. upright and Luke Keekley form tackles you, guess what? Your head is going to hit the back of the ground. You're going to have a head injury anyway. You know? Like, it's just not going to work out for you. Yeah. Um, you know, you use your helmet for contact. That's what it's there for. Period. That's why you have a face mask. If you if that wasn't the case, why would you have a face mask? You just have a helmet on. Right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a helmet or a face mask after games or after a, a season, what it looks sure. like? Sure. <laughs> it looks like a dog has been chewing on it. It that's exactly what it looks like. There's spots missing, you know, it's chunks. It's chunks, chunks missing. missing out of the face mask and out of the helmet. Yeah. It, it it's just gonna and that's on receivers, that's on DBs. It's right. you use your helmet as a weapon. Yeah. And to try to take that out of football, out of from guys who are running extremely fast, who are extremely athletic and agile, it's hard to get them to stop, think, and contemplate in a split second. Right? right? When they're chasing a ball carrier or they're trying to elude a tackle. The last thing on your mind is, oh, I don't want to put my head down and hit him. Right. Because as soon as you start thinking about that, then other things are going to transpire. Somebody strips right. the ball out of your hands. That you, you just can't focus on catching the ball. Anything. So to Look, me, I get it. they're focusing yeah. on the wrong thing. All right. They're trying to make the game safer, but that's not how you make the game safer. This right. is an uh, this is an idea of what you can do to make the game safer. Number one, give players all of the information. All right? Let them know exactly what you found out about head trauma, the type of helmets we're wearing, the risks of concussion. Allow them to make the decision themselves whether to play or not. Number two is if the health of your players are such a concern and it's such a brotherhood and of a small fraternity, then give players health insurance for their entire lives. That's how you make the game safer. Because if you allow these players to continue to get medical help for the ailments that they have, then now you're trying, now you're changing the narrative and, and, and pushing the needle. As it stands currently, a player five years after he retires, has no longer has health insurance. And I think it's a travesty because right. well, I, that's I hear you on that. when the problems start. To, it, you can get by in the league being hurt because you have constant trainers, physical therapy, access to the best doctors. When you get removed from the game five, six, ten years – that's when all of these ailments are prominent. I've been out of the league seven years. Now, I had Cobra. It kicked in. But as of February 28th, it was my last day of coverage from the NFL. I didn't even know how to go get health care. My entire adult life, I've had coverage from the NFL since I was 21 years old. My For myself and my family. So I was like, uh, 
okay, so now what? That whole process and just knowing that there are things that are coming. Like I'm going to have to have surgery next month on my ankle. I, I can't. I can't take it anymore. I can barely walk. And you're going to take Papa Bear on in the combine, Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it style. doesn't matter. My my mental, your mental, my mental fortitude to not lose in anything physical or athletic to someone who, yeah, the most physical thing I he think, does is comb through his beard. It's. Come I on think now. you think you could beat him straight off the operating table. Oh, absolutely. Okay, first of all, easy E, <laughs> the only exercise you get is when you stretch the truth and jump to conclusions. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. That well, go stand in the corner. Roll your chair around and go go outside by the fire hydrant. But I mean, that's how you make the game safer, right? Giving the, the players the knowledge and then helping them because they sacrifice so much. And yeah, they make about we make a bunch of money and all of that, but the fact of the matter is neglecting your responsibilities as medical providers for a company like the NFL, I, I believe, in my own opinion, is a travesty. Well, I think this. I think that – I understand what you're saying in terms of health coverage. I get that. But you look last season, there were 291 concussions. That's the highest total on record. So I understand that the NFL is in a, an incredibly tough spot because – these head injuries, brain trauma, CTE, that threatens the longevity of the NFL at the level that it's currently at. Right. right. So they're trying to do something. And so it does make sense to try to eliminate or to decrease, because you're never going to eliminate, but try to decrease the amount of head injuries. Yeah, that's not the so way I, to do it, though. It's impossible I, to do it that way. It is impossible. I understand this it's is like climbing a tree that's dripped in oil. Like, oh, we're going to keep trying. It's not going to work. Well, look, it might decrease it somewhat to is it going to go from 291 on record to none? Of course not. But is it going to go from 291 to 200? Maybe. It might. I think it's going to be officiated like this, Ephraim. I think it's going to be a lot like holding penalties. Because just like you said, helmets are used on every single play and that's totally true. Holding occurs on every single play. Every play. And it's not called every time. So I think that's what you're going to see with the helmet rule is it's going to be the egregious times where a helmet was used. It's not going to be when a DB uses his helmet to hit the thigh of a ball carrier. And they're like, oh, you used your helmet. You're not going to see flags for stuff like that. You Are couldn't you have sure? a game if they threw flags like that. I mean, okay. It's just it, there's no way football can be football. If they're going to call that every single time, yeah, football just wouldn't a, work. Football is a pretty rough sport, right? Yeah. They're talking about taking kickoffs out. Um, is that football? Uh, I mean, I, I, all of these things that they're removing and changing are synonymous with football. Is it not right? Is it not true? Well, it's part of the game. It's uh, it's on life support, though. It's going to be going away soon. We know that. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it's I mean, just but. They're going to make tweaks. They're going to make changes. Yeah, they are. They will. But yeah. is is that the, the in the best? Is that best for the game? You know, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's tough. It's going to be hard because spot. it's so you're fast. In a tough spot. It's so yeah. fast, and the action is so quick. And you use your helmet. You you use your, most guys use their helmet as protection, right? I'm going to get down, right? Get down. Get your helmet across the ball. Put your helmet on the ball. Right, That's how right. you get the ball out. Well, how can your helmet be on the ball 
if your <laughs> helmet's in the air. It just doesn't right, work. Right. Yeah, it doesn't. It. I, I hear you. It's Brian Noni from Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Real quick, let's go to Sal in Virginia. He's got a thought on this. What's going on, Sal? Hey, guys. Uh, listen, you know, you know, they can make all the rules that they want to, but the bottom line is football is a reactionary sport. Yep. You, know, you, don't, you don't have time to sit there and size a guy up. I mean, you just got to hit him. And, you know, I mean – you have you have a lot of teams like the Patriots, which are which I think are the best team in doing this. They got all these little receivers like Edelman and Amendola, and you know when you watch the Patriots play, when they're about to get hit, they they curl up into a ball, <laughs> and then the defender hits them, and you know they get called for you know a hits to the helmet when really they're not hitting them helmet to helmet. It's the offensive player that's causing that. So I mean you know I mean it's like damned if you do and damned if you don't. But, you know, you, you can't legislate football. You just can't. It's, it's, it's a violent sport, and people are going to get hurt. And, you know, the sooner the NFL figures this out, I think the better off they're going to be. It's just, you know, it's, it's just the kind of sport it is. It's not golf and tennis, man. It's football. It is, and, and I agree with you 100%. That's why I say, hey, the reason the lawsuit for the concussions and all of that happened is we just didn't have the information, right? No one was telling us that this was happening, even though they they knew the information. And I I think that's where you have to come into play is you be open and honest and and you talk about, you know, how to prevent head injuries. And you got to look at it even this year with the independent neurologist on the field. It was still some cases where we knew for a fact Oh gosh, yeah. That a guy shouldn't have been in the game. The Tom Savage. That, that was, was crazy. their sole purpose of being there. For that reason. You got a dude just there to monitor. That's if all they he's might looking have concussion at. Symptoms. He's yeah. not looking at the score. He's not looking at the cheerleaders. He's <laughs> not having a hot dog, a beer. Yeah. He's there for that reason only. And they dropped the ball. That's that's where we at. That's what we're talking about. It's difficult. About- it's difficult to put the onus on the players when everything is so reactionary. It really is difficult. I mean, I get that. Um, I was just going to say we're also talking about Villanova being up twenty right yeah. now and and cooking. Really, <laughs> just from deep, man. They and are just they it. still go- they're still go- they're still going. That's right. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, injuries could actually end up helping this player. We'll explain. Brian, though, Annie from Salam with you right here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios, Papa Bear has a big-time problem with you, Ephraim, in terms of putting pineapple on your pizza. Not feeling that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you're okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. He tweeted something out yeah. where he wants as much pork on his yeah, pizza he would as possible, pizza including pig some feet. pig's feet. Yeah, he would yeah. eat pizza with oh, pig yeah. feet on it. Pig's feet, hog yeah. moss, yeah, all that. Come on. Yeah, well, I guess we haven't evolved. But <laughs> put some chitlins on there for you too, buddy. <laughs> Who does that song, Papa Bear? 
I have no idea. That's on rotation. Just the most random, random stuff song. on. Random. I, maybe that's why he's in a giddy mood. He was just on YouTube. He had a great YouTube search night on like Thursday, and he's just riding that wave into Saturday. I don't know what it was. I'm not sure quite what it was, but it's good that he's mostly in a good mood. I'll tell you this though, Ephraim, Villanova, Villanova. Yeah, they haven't cooled off. Just FYI, not at all. You know what they are? They are the excuse destroyers. How often do you hear about, oh, these big, huge stadiums and the sight lines and the depth perception, you can't shoot. Villanova is just like, yeah, cancel all that. Right. They're just bombing from three. They're going to make 23s just by themselves. We talked about that earlier today. There was a prop. Will they combine for 23-pointers over or under? Villanova's at, what, 17 right now? Yes, they are at seven. 17, yes. Shot 17 34. for 34. Right. <laughs> That's insane. It's nuts, Goodness. man. Goodness. And they're yeah. going to keep shooting. They're going to keep going. Why not? Right. Gavin just said something a minute ago, and I was like, you're not going to believe this, but I was saying it earlier when I was a, a guest on the VEASAN network. I, I made the comparison. Gavin just said it himself. He's like, they're the college version of the Warriors. They really are because just from this standpoint – the Warriors are most known for shooting threes. Period. Yes. Same thing with Villanova. But both teams do so much more than just shoot threes. And from that standpoint, I do think Villanova is a lot like the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. They, they're they're solid teams. Number one, they play defense. All right? That's the misnomer about the Golden State Warriors. Oh, they just put up the threes. No, uh, they play real defense. Like they do. Big-time defense. Uh and they have knockdown shooters. Villanova mm-hmm. is showing you some of those similarities. Right. And they they both move the ball very, very well. If you're helping, oh, my gosh, they're going to get a wide-open look because oh, they yeah. move the ball you, you, so well. It's penetration, right? Yeah. And they drive. It's dribble they penetration. Drive. drive and kick the ball. Yeah. Now, look at this. They're starting five. Four for five from three-point, three for eight, two for four. Two for five, three for seven. <laughs> yeah. It's one person on their team that hasn't shot a three-pointer. <laughs> Out of the eight guys that have played, it's one person yeah. who, who hasn't shot a three-pointer. He hasn't shot anything. Yeah. He hasn't shot. They all shoot it. He hasn't taken a shot yet. Uh-huh. Right? And hey, that's insane. That's the mirror yeah. uh, Cosby Roundtree. Right. He hasn't, he hasn't take, played he, a ton. He hasn't taken a, a shot yet. But everybody yeah. else on that team has shot a three-pointer and made one. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane what they're able to do. And they're able they're able to drive. You think about Steph Curry, KD, they aren't just spot-up three-point shooters. They'll break you down off the dribble. And that's what Villanova does also. They don't just sit out there beyond the arc and move the ball a little no. bit and take an open three. They move. They break you down. Well, that's yeah, why I mean, the three is so open for them. Yeah. Right? So it's not just, okay, we're going to force these shots up. They're taking good shots. It's pretty much what the NBA is based on. Like Guys will yeah. pass up layups to kick it out for oh, a three. I know, I know you, you, hate know I hate. Oh, I know you know I hate. You know I hate that. that. That's, that's You the, would love Jalen Brunson has got to be your guy. Because yes. as a guard, he might be the player of the year. He'll post you up. He'll post up a guard all the time, man. Real basketball. The the guard trying to guard him is just like, what what are we doing doing? here? Like what why are you down here? (laughs) 
What's, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening it's here? There's a weird sensation going on here. You're posting me up. I'm a guard. What's happening? Oh, my God. What has happened to the game? Yeah. This is a good segue here. Brian Noni from Salam with you on Fox Sports Radio. Because I was thinking about Kevin Durant and the Golden State Warriors and all of the injuries right now to Steph Curry and I was listening to Sports Talk Radio last night. I caught some of JT's show, JT the Brick. And there was a Warriors fan who called in and said, ah, I got to be honest, I don't think it's happening this year. <laughs> and the first thing I thought of was, this is good for KD. I think they're going to win a championship as long as they're healthy or relatively healthy. I think it's going to happen. But just the uncertainty right now, if they end up actually winning a championship – This uncertainty right now will actually help Kevin Durant because all the narrative has been so far is, dude, you joined a 73-win team, you cakewalked to the finals, you won a championship. They're able to win a second championship with the uncertainty that they're facing right now. That narrative's going to change a little bit. Maybe not completely, but it's going to change a little bit. Yeah, it it will. It definitely will. Um, It's Look, they're going to be in the finals. Okay. Yeah. We yeah. we we know that they're they're going to be on the finals. Uh, Steph Curry has a plenty of time to rest as long as KD is on that floor with Draymond and Clay. It it's just yeah. I mean KD right. showed you last year what he did when he came to that team. Yeah. Like he was their best player. Right. He was their best player, and they know how to play without KD. They know how to play without. Steph Curry. Yeah. And yeah. they're bored of the regular it's, season. It's, they <laughs> probably can't wait for this week and next week to be over. They can't wait. Like, it, it's fine. Whatever seat they're in, it's fine. The fact that they have to drudge out these games, it's it's just annoying. I'm just surprised they haven't been yawning while playing. That's the true right, test that's, is to not well, yawn you see, during the regular season. Kevin Durant season. has been ejected three times this year. I don't know if that's ever happened. Yeah. He's like, I'm finna go rest. Right. And I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing. Like, hey, <laughs> Rob, give, well, me really? a fir- give me a first quarter, and then uh-huh. you go ahead and get out of here. Yeah, he's got 14 technicals. Because it's so uncharacteristic, right? It's so yeah. uncharacteristic. So I do love that he says it's the love, passion, and desire to win a championship again. That's the reason for the 14 techs. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what, 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 that, no, right? of course not. What I'm saying is it wouldn't surprise me if he was like, hey, give me a first quarter, give me give some good, good sweat in, and then go ahead. Take it in. However you want to do it. Because they come back to back. It's like – it's not he gets a technical in the first quarter and then he gets one in the fourth quarter. It's technical, double technical, eject. Right? That's what's happening. Like it's literally like poop, technical. Poop, get out of here. <laughs> we know you're right. We know they're gonna lock in come playoff time. There's no doubt. And I don't want to um broker Fox Sports Radio on Fox Sports Radio crime here. You know what I'm saying? But there is a very well-known Fox Sports radio personality that has a certain outlook on the Warriors that you might disagree with very, very strongly, Ephraim. I'll tell everybody about that coming up next. Brian Noni from Salam with you. 
We've got Steve DeSager with us as well. And he's going to spin us around the world of sports. What's going on, Steve? So much to get to with this three-point shooting Villanova team. You know, I am holding Mr. Johnny Bovada, as you were once called. More than once, as I should say. The More odds, like a million times I was called. <laughs> the odds after last year's Final Four of who would be winning the 2018 championship in Vegas. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Villanova was twelve to one to win it all. Ooh, mm. Michigan was Good payday. Tw- Michigan was twenty to one to Ooh, win it all. Better payday. That's all they were, huh? Wow. The teams that were more. ten to one: Kansas, Kentucky, and Duke. As for this mm. Villanova team from three point range, they're seventeen for thirty six. And they're killing Kansas 71-57, about nine minutes to go. They've already hit more three-pointers than anyone in any Final Four game. They also have the record now, most three-pointers made in a single NCAA tournament. And this goes back 30-plus years since they put in the three-point line. As for the record most in in any uh, tournament game in the NCAA, it's not just Final Four, that record is 21. You remember when Loyola Marymount went on a run after Hank Gathers died in 1990? They upset defending champion Michigan. LMU hit 21 three-pointers in that game. Right now it's 17 and counting for Villanova and still nine minutes to go in this contest. Earlier it was Michigan eliminating 11 seed Loyola Chicago, 69 to 57. Mo Wagner, 24 points, 15 rebounds. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. In the NBA, the Boston Celtics have won their sixth straight game, beating Toronto tonight, 110-99. So the Raptors just two games now ahead of the Celtics for the number one seed in the East, and the NBA playoffs start in two weeks. As for Major League Baseball, there's a new manager in Philadelphia this year, Gabe Kapler. He has already set the Major League Baseball record of most pitchers used in the first three games of a season. It's over 20 already. The Phillies are losing 15-2 to at Atlanta in the ninth inning tonight. And making it worse, when he took out the starter who was struggling, nobody had been warming up in the bullpen, apparently. So he's just standing on the mound, waiting for a reliever to come in. Uh, some reliever had really just been warming up just started warming up the catcher in the bullpen was still standing according to reporters so the manager just starts stalling and the umpire docked the new reliever warm-up pitchers because of the illegal stall of the manager who was so intent on getting that starter out of there he took him out before any reliever had warmed up Mm. Gabe come on that's my guy too Yep, Love final Gabe. score. Final now, 15-2 to two Atlanta. Oh, <laughs> wow. I would just like him signaling for the lefty or the righty and just being like, oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, I got to stall for a little bit here because right. we don't have the lefty or the righty. Fall That's down, great. fake a cramp. Something. Good nugget. Good nugget by you, Hey, Steve but guess what? Good. As bad as that was, they're only one and one. So there you go. Well, but yeah, one and two now. Yeah. Well, one and two now. Welcome to- By the way, great nugget by Gavin. He's been fixated on Villanova at the free throw line. They just took their first free throw of the night. Oh. Jalen Brunson, he split a pair. So they have hit one free throw, and they lead by 17 points against Kansas. That's a great nugget. Wow. That means you're on fire. Yeah. Fire from three. They're absolutely tearing it up. It's Brian No and Ephraim Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So, um, not trying to inspire a Fox Sports Radio on Fox Sports Radio crime here. 
but I disagree with this. You might as well, Ephraim. My guy, Chris Broussard, former partner of mine. I love Chris Broussard. But he said today that the Golden State Warriors cannot win a title if there's no Steph Curry. How do you feel about that? I don't necessarily believe that. I, I don't think so. I think they have enough talent, a deep enough bench, and a, a an MVP caliber player uh, mm-hmm. in their starting lineup. So I, I, I just don't see it. Now, they're unbeatable with Steph in the lineup. And I, I think Kevin Durant in this system is, I mean, he's the best player on this team. Right, we've seen that. We saw it in, in the final. We saw it all uh, in the playoffs last year, and especially in the finals. Mm-hmm. He can do enough, and oh, by the way, he can defend. Right, so let's not get it twisted. Now, Steph, he can come back, but even if he's not a hundred percent, they they have, without a doubt, enough to defend as champions. Mm-hmm. I agree. I you can't say that they can't. Like there's no chance, no how. That's that ridiculous. A healthy KD, healthy Draymond, healthy Clay cannot. I realize Steph is the point guard, and he he sets the table right sometimes for himself as a, a scoring point guard. Most times but, for himself. Right, but you can't tell me that there's no possible way. Not when James Harden has routinely wet himself in the playoffs. Not when Chris Paul, if there's anything that can go wrong, it seems to go wrong injury-wise with Chris Paul. you got to look critically at all these other teams. Right. I can't sit here and say there's no possible way. It's impossible for KD, Draymond, and Clay to win a title. Yeah, because who's going to be in their way? You'd have Houston. You'd okay, have all the... that'll be a great game, great series. Great series, sure, yeah. It, okay, now, coming out of the East, the, who's who going to be in the finals? Fear? Right. Well, I think it's going to be Cavs. I think the Cavs still get there. But if not, you're talking Raptors. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but this is I, what I you wanted. You wanted, can't. you wanted you can't new blood. Can't. You wanted yeah. new blood, though, right? You wanted what, new blood. Yeah, didn't you want new blood in the finals? I I would love I think the best matchup would be Cavs Rockets because you get the unknown of hey can Harden win his first title is LeBron going to win his fourth title there's more uncertainty going up against the Rockets I think that's a better matchup than the fourth installment of Warriors Cavs can the Cavs get to the finals oh absolutely you think so absolutely okay yes with the way LeBron's playing. Oh, LeBron's out of control. He's, he's lights he's out. He's unbelievable. But what he needs a- is everyone else to be lights out. And that's well, the they've problem. Had, yeah, I agree. They've had right. so many injuries. And Corver, right. his brother, died. And there's been a lot of stuff going on. But So that's so when LeBron is going to be LeBron. We know he can average a triple-double right. 35 with 35 points in the finals. But can, can J.R. Smith show up three games? Right? We don't have Kevin I mean, Love. Look, Kevin Love, healthy Kevin Love, he's nasty. And they've missed his presence for yes, a long they time. Have. He's finally back. Can he stay healthy, though? Well, we'll find out. We'll see in the playoffs. I'll tell you this, though, real quickly with the MVP discussion. There's something that I dislike. I think you'll agree with this, Ephraim. 
not trying to lead the witness here, but <laughs> I've been hearing this when they're comparing LeBron and uh, James Harden, who have both been sensational this year. This argument drives me crazy when someone says, well, LeBron's defense hasn't been as good as it once was. <laughs> Dude, here's the problem. One guy don't has compare, never played defense. Don't compare LeBron's defense to LeBron's defense, all right? <laughs> compare LeBron's defense to Harden's defense. That's the comparison you got to make. I'm with you on that all the way, 100%. Uh, <laughs> you want to talk about defensive in, uh, deficiencies. Oh, you turn on the table, James Harden, looking the other way during the game. Oh, it's so bad. Well, LeBron, he's Oh, yeah, he's, he's been bad. He's been, he's been awful this year. Oh, with. it's been terrible. It's been awful. It's been horrific. I'm like, whoa, he's really like standing in the middle, turning in circles. Like guarding no one. I would take LeBron this year defensively over Harden this year defensively all day. I and I know Le- you would too. I would take him this year uh, defensively over Harden any year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. Sure. Oh, it's just bad. It's bad. You can't compare LeBron to LeBron. That's a silly way to look at it. By the way, where he uh, he passed MJ last night. Yes, he did. Consecutive double-digit games, 867 in a row. That's crazy. Which is just absurd. But the other stat that came out, I didn't know this either, Ephraim. This is insane. LeBron has had more career 50-point games than single-digit games. Wow. He's had 11 50-point games and only eight single-digit games. Mm. That's unreal. And he's not known as a scorer, you know? Well, yeah. Let me look at the He's known as an all-around player. Yeah, but he's a scorer. He's definitely a scorer. He is a scorer. He's just not known as that. That's all. But I think it's going to come down to What he's known as is the best player on the planet. He is, absolutely. He is. I, the only problem I have, look, LeBron is tremendous. He's had an insane season this year. Unfortunately, he's probably not going to win the MVP. It's going to go to Harden, yeah. who's been sensational he as has well. Been sensational. He got the best record in the league. Yeah, know? of course. I just I dislike the the thought of well, LeBron. He could be named MVP every year. No, he could be named the best player every year because that's right. what he is. There's a difference between best player and best season. They're not going to give LeBron the MVP when Steph Curry averages 30 points per game on a 73-win team. There's right. a reason he was the unanimous MVP. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, you can't give LeBron the MVP every year. You just can't. No, can't do it. Right, they would have gave it to Michael every year. Or they would have gave there it were to— some years? Yeah. Yeah. It just it was what it was, you know? Yeah, right. But it's same concept. There were years where— it, MJ was the best player. It doesn't mean the best player is automatically going to have the best season. Right. It just doesn't work like that. Your phone number, you want to use it here at the end of the show, 877-99 on Fox. You can get at us. Also on Twitter, by the way, at the no show, at Ephraim Salam. Coming up next from the Geico Studios. Ephraim, I'm not a guy who typically complains about ticket prices, but I saw something today that I... I just have to complain about. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's Brian No and Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.